Did God really say? Say, did God really say? Say, this year I'll give myself to the word. Say it, say it. I'll know what God really said. Because it matters. You must know what God really said. There are people who don't know what God really said. Then, ah, you know, you can even hear, like, this thing is, is a very serious issue. There are many people who quote all kinds of wise jargons in the name of, it's in the Bible. Smart talk. They say, to every rule, there's an exception. Some of them, ah, even the Bible says, to every rule, there's an exception. Which Bible? That statement is a self-defeating statement. It's a foolish statement. It's an illogical statement. Because if you say to every rule, there's an exception, you are just giving us a rule. Is there an exception to that rule? So, so an extended and a magnified version of that statement is God says that, oh, the only way to heaven is Jesus. To every rule, there's an exception. There's another way. What, the, what that statement seeks to do is to, create, is to create an opposition to absolute truth. There are some things that are absolutely true. There are no exceptions. So once that ideology sinks down into your system, you are always thinking that every rule is an exception. So when God gives you the, final, the finality of his statements, you are looking for exceptions. Because as far as you are concerned, to every rule, there's an exception. Beware of things that people are saying that is not in the Bible. Let's go back to did God really say? Did God really say? No, yes. Go to verse 2, verse 2. That's why he asked, did God really say? Did God really say? Did God really say? Now, we're going to take some time and look at what Eve said. God said. So we have, first of all, there are two scriptures we're going to be observing. Now, chapter 3, verse 2. Let's do 3, verse 2. Now follow me. Oh, 3 verse, verse 1. Follow me. I said today's session is, did God really say? Say it with me. Did God really say? So the devil asked the woman, did God really say you didn't eat any of the trees in the garden? Now, this is the woman attempting to respond. Next verse. I want us to look at it carefully. Next verse. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat Fruit from the garden in the tree, from the trees in the garden. Next verse. But God did say. Now the woman is telling us what God said. You must not. Oh, Shavalas. You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you die. Now this is what she says. God said. Let's look at it again. You must not do what. Eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. So the first thing Eve said was, 
God said we should not eat the, the um, fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. Let that sink into your mind for a second. Because we'll go and check if God said it. What did Eve say? She said, God said, we should not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. What did Eve say? Eve said, God said, we should not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. That's what Eve said, God said. Number two, she said, you must not touch it. So the first one is, don't, don't eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. Second one, she says that God said, you must not touch it. Third one, she says, or you will die. Those are the three things she said in this verse. Next verse. Now the devil says, you will not surely die. <laughs> So let's. So the, the woman said three things. Let's go back there. First thing was, who can help me with what the woman said? I need someone to tell me. I want to be sure that you've gotten it. She said three things. I'll call your name. If I don't know your name, I'll point at you. Okay, let him speak. Use the microphone so we can all hear. Middle of the garden. Touch it. Touch it. Die. Beautiful. Clap for him. Let's go to chapter 2 of Genesis, verse 8. Genesis chapter 2, verse 8. Now the Lord God planted a garden in the east. In Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. Are you following? Next verse. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Now you understand why the devil asks her, Did God really see? And the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden, where number one, the tree of life. Number two, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That means in the middle of the garden, there were two trees. But the woman said, God said, we shouldn't eat of the tree in the middle. Which one? Who is following me? That's why, that's why, that's why. You know, many Christians don't even know that there were two trees. If I was not a wicked person, or if I were a wicked person, I would have first asked everybody. Then after we've all answered, we'll go and check. So the woman was not too sure what God had said. God had said that, the Bible says there are two trees in the middle of the garden. But she said God's option is of the tree in the middle. Which of them? 
That's why the devil asks there, did God really say? The question of did God really say speaks of the one who does not know and understand the word of God in detail. Anyone who is susceptible to deception is one who is ignorant of the word. Your ignorance of the word of God has has placed you as the best candidate for deception. There are those who like to go to churches where every Sunday all we do is shout. So if they go, if they go for a meeting where they are sharing scriptures, they say, this church card, they like too much scriptures. They don't want to hear, give the Lord a shout. So every Sunday they will shout. When they, when they close service, the only indication that the service was powerful is that they've lost their voice. If I didn't lose my voice, I don't like a preacher who doesn't shout. See, a preacher who doesn't shout, what is he preaching? <laughs> I'm sure that's what Eve was doing when she goes to church. <laughs> always shouting. Is shouting wrong? No. It's always shouting wrong. Of course! Of course! There are some people, when the word of God is coming to them, they'll not listen to it. Too. They'll be there shouting, screaming. When you ask them, what did they say? They say it was powerful. <laughs> That's it for you. When they were talking about middle of garden, they said there are two trees. But she, she's referring to only one tree. First mistake. Number two. Go to the next verse. Next verse. No, hold on. Okay, let's continue. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden and separated into four. Let's continue. Yes, so let's jump to verse 15. Now he's about to talk, give the instruction about what to eat and what not to eat. So remember, the part, listen to this one. Let's go back there. Verse 9. Let's start from verse 8. Now the Lord God planted a garden in the east, in Eden. Please, follow me. And, the, and there he put the man he formed. Verse 9. And the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground. Remember, over here, God is not the one talking. Are you following what I'm saying? They are telling us what was done. So, the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground. Trees that were pleasing to the eye for food. And in the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God has not yet spoken. When you go to verse 15, God is about to speak. I'll ask you a very important question. So follow. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Next one. And the Lord God commanded the man. Now he's about to speak. What did God say? He said, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Continue. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat it, when, for when you eat of it, you will surely die. 
Let me ask you a question. When God was giving his instruction, did he say anything about the middle of the garden? The word middle is not in his instruction, but that's what Eve has taken as her own. God never said anything about the middle. All God said was, don't eat of the tree, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He didn't say anything about middle. But Eve told the devil, God said, we shouldn't eat the tree in the middle. Aside that, there were two trees in the middle. So God knew that if I should use middle, people would be confused. So he, spe- he specified the tree. But Eve, there, she had middle. God never said anything about the middle. He said, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Eve didn't really know what God has said. That's why the devil asked her, did God really say? I said, anyone who doesn't really know what God has really said is the best candidate for deception. When the wind of deception blows, it will carry you along because you are not too sure what God has said exactly. Eve didn't know. God never said anything about the middle. God specified the tree that you shouldn't eat from. He says, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Did God say don't touch it? God didn't say don't touch it. But Eve was going around preaching her own message that God said don't touch it. God didn't say anything about not touching that's why you must be careful. Listen, in this church, we don't put attempt. You know, there are many places, eh? They put attempt to add some things to make the thing nice. So, people want to be in a place where the thing they are telling them, you know, things have been added that makes it nice, you know, those kind of things. So, The devil told Eve, he said, God knows that when you eat from that tree, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Eve said, wow. My eyes will be open. Do you know, anyone who has their eyes open does not need another man to lead them. Have you ever gone to the roadside at the traffic light? You probably were driving or sitting in a trotro that you own. And then, and then, a man who can see clearly like this, his leg is strong, everything. He came to you begging, and then someone was pulling him. Now, picture this. Picture a man who is coming. Maybe he's wearing dark um, shades or whatever. He's wearing shades. And then a small boy is leading him. Obviously, without them telling you that he's blind, you already start thinking he's blind. So when you get there, you start counting money because you want to give. Oh, you are like, oh, this guy, this guy. You start counting money. And the guy said, no, no, no. Give me the green one. 
give me the green one. So, you will be shocked because, because someone who can see does not need another person to be leading them. Are you following what I'm saying? The moment, you see, the devil presented the truth and yet in the wrong context. He presented the truth as though your eye opening was a good thing. But your eye opening means that you have declared independence from the leadership of God. So God does not need to lead you again. You lead yourself because you can see. In the house of God, we don't open our eyes. We are led by the word. We are not led by our own wisdom. And what God said was that, because God knew, if your eyes open, then you are on your way to death. But when the woman heard of eye opening, she thought it was a good thing. And as soon as her eye opened, see the kind of things they went to do. Ah, man, funny in my size. The difference between goats and sheep is that goats lead themselves. Sheep, they are waiting for you to tell them where to go. The Bible does not speak of children of God as goats, but as sheep. The devil did not lie when he said that your eye will open. Question, is it a good thing? When your eye opens, no leadership. When your eye opens, you are now going to lead your life by your own understanding of what is good and bad. Listen, there are some things, you know, people ask very foolish questions. And I was telling you, this year, don't ask foolish questions. There are some questions, they are foolish questions. And if, if God knows what we should do, why shouldn't we know what we should do? You know, people ask the question of, let me, let's pause for a second. People say, okay, if God is saying that we shouldn't do evil, how come we've read the Bible and say that God has killed plenty of people? <laughs> so they say, God is, God is killing, but he said we shouldn't kill. Now, there are, many, there are many ways to approach the conversation, but let's assume what they are saying is true. It's like asking your father, if this is a very, and I'm going to be very direct to this, asking your father, uh, why are you sleeping with my mother? But I said I shouldn't sleep with my mother. There are some things that when someone does it is right, when you do it is wrong. Foolish question. Now, there are those who ask questions because they want to know and understand. There are also those who ask questions as if they want to expose the foolishness of God. But the Bible even says the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. If God is who we say he is, how can you tell that he has done wrong? What is wrong is, what is wrong is to do what God has told you not to do. That is what is wrong. You cannot be sitting there telling God that he is wrong. When we were children, the father would say, eh, it's seven o'clock, go and sleep. Why? He's sitting behind the TV. He's sitting behind the TV, say go and sleep. <laughs> seven o'clock. And you frown, you are going to sleep. No, pause for a second, go ask your father, but why are you, why are you sitting there? <laughs> 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 
you will surely die. <laughs> oh, you will surely die. <laughs> I said today, did God really say? It's very important that you know the word of God for yourself. This year is a year you ought to carry the Bible and start reading it. Start reading the Bible. Start reading the Bible. Start reading the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. One of the things that I'm encouraging everyone to do this year, if you've not read the Bible cover to cover, start. Start. Some of you, before you wrote to us, you, you did, um, you answered all the past questions from Kwame Nkrumah's exam <laughs> to those who wrote just before you. The exam that uh, this guy wrote, Nanado and Mahama wrote, you've solved those questions. You've solved those questions. But you've not even read the four Gospels. So when they tell you something, they say, hey, that one is inside. At one time, I went somewhere and I said, Jesus took coin from my face mouth to say it's not true. You see, the, you see the way I say it's not true right now? That's the problem. That is the problem. The Bible speaks of the ministry of the Holy Spirit and says that one of his ministries is to remind you of what God has said. It's to remind you of what Jesus has said. What does that mean? The Holy Spirit's method of teaching is to use the word of God you know to teach you. So one day you'll be walking, you'll be walking, you'll be walking, that he'll tell you, ah, do you remember when, when John said this, then it will come to your mind, John the Baptist said this. Then you start thinking on it. Then you start opening the scriptures to you. But you don't know that John said it. Someone told some people that, okay, okay, okay. So Matthew wrote Matthew. Uh, uh, Mark wrote Mark. John wrote John. Luke wrote Luke. So someone said, ah, that guy cries name, I don't like it. What kind of name is Ecclesiastes? Which guy is that? Some of you are sitting here still think that Timothy wrote Timothy. Mm. <laughs> and someone is wondering, but why should I know it? <laughs> See the problem. You know Akiola. You know Popola. But you. <laughs> You don't know who wrote Timothy. <laughs> Some people don't know the third John. Do you know the third John? They don't know. They don't know the third John. They don't know. You say third John. They say, ah. How many Johns were in the Bible? They don't know the third John. They don't know. They don't know. They don't, and you see, but the things I'm talking about are just the, the paper, the letter. These are not even the real things. They don't even know. 
Go on, go on. When they go somewhere, say, me, my God, my God will fight for me. Which God? <laughs> Which God? The God that you don't know who wrote Timothy will fight for you. Which fight? That is getting very serious. Very, very serious. Some, some people, you see, so for that reason, how, how will you ever be able to transcend the letter of the scriptures even into the spirit of the scriptures? Even into the spirit of the scriptures. Young man, young lady, enter the scriptures. For in it there is wisdom. In it there is life. Some people say, I'm looking for school to go. The Bible, there's no school. What am I? Some, some, someone can come to you and say, Pastor, you know, I've been trying to go to school. It's not, it's not working. Say, so, okay. Open to John chapter. They say, open to John. Did John go to school? <laughs> say, Pastor, I'm looking for work. He say, first Peter. He say, Peter stopped fishing. He didn't have work now. What is Peter telling me about work? Everything you seek for is in the scriptures. There's nothing outside of the scriptures. Leave the scriptures aside and you'll be deceived. It's the reason for many of you, your life might be the way it is. When the wind of deception comes, the Bible says, being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. You don't know what God said. It's time to sit down, read the Bible. It's time to sit down, listen to messages. You listen to the message, you go to the scriptures. You go to the scriptures. You go to the scriptures. You ought to know what God really said. The Bible says there's a way that cement right unto men, but the end thereof. Now, you see, I was telling you the last time, I said, when it comes to the matter of deception, the church has done very well in raising people to stand against lies. So when they are told lies, they say, ah, it's a lie. But a way that seems right means that it sounds good. So the problem with us now as a church is not just the things that are wrong, but the things that are good that are not right. I don't want to start anything today that I will not finish. This message, we are going far with it. Very, very far. Very, very far. I said today's own is what? Did God really say? Speaking in tongues. 